Hi, and welcome to my podcast, Eileen Talks Menopause. When it comes to menopause, I always say knowledge is power. So keep listening to learn about all things perimenopause and menopause and gain the knowledge and power to take control of your symptoms, ease worries, and find the answers to questions you didn't even know you had. This week on my podcast, I'm talking about the 10 things you need to know about the perimenopause. So let's get started. I get many contacts from women thinking that they might be in the perimenopause, but they're not sure. They don't really know what the perimenopause means or what symptoms they can expect and how long it will go on for. So I thought today I would go through 10 of the common queries that I get from women and we'll look at how these can happen and what you can do to help yourself. So what is the perimenopause? What does this really mean? The perimenopause is basically the first stage before your period stop for good. So in this particular phase, your hormones can start to subtly change, very, very tiny changes every month, but they can still be enough to create symptoms. The perimenopause very often lasts a lot longer than the menopause itself. And this is why it can be so uh, confusing for a lot of women because they don't actually realize they're in the perimenopause at all. So number two, your symptoms can start in your early 40s. So even though the average age for periods stopping for good is around about 48 to 52, that's what we seem to, to see, a lot of women start to experience these subtle changes in their early 40s. You can still get perimenopause symptoms even if your periods are completely regular. And this is the really confusing thing because a lot of women will start to experience certain perimenopause symptoms. I mean, joint pain is a a really good example. So they will start to experience joint pain. They will go to the doctor. They will get tests done. The tests will come back completely normal and nobody will see the association between the hormones. So at this particular stage, if you start to get symptoms, even in your early 40s, there is a possibility that it could be linked to the very subtle hormonal changes that are going on. Number four is the most common symptoms in the perimenopause. So although for some women, they will get completely regular periods, for others, it's the period changes that are the first indications that that things are going on. So periods can start to get longer, they can start to get shorter, they can get closer together, they can get further apart, they can get heavier, they can get lighter, they can start to miss. And it can be in all these different combinations. And a lot of women tell me they get really confused because one month their period is regular, The next month, it's two weeks late. The next month, it's two weeks early. So there can be this whole different combination of period changes going on. Hot flushes and night sweats can start to appear. Uh, Could be low mood, anxiety. These are really common. Sleep can start to get disrupted. Weight gain can start, and it can be more difficult to lose weight at this particular point. 
But the really important thing to be aware here is that lifestyle, so that means a poor diet, if you're not looking after yourself well, and if you're really stressed, these can compound everything in the perimenopausal stage. Number five, it's really difficult to diagnose. If you think that you are in the perimenopause and you go to your doctor and ask for a, a sex hormone test, very often they will come back inconclusive or you will be told, no, you're not in the perimenopause when you know that things are starting to change. The problem here is that the tests are taken on a particular day and it will be the state of your hormone level on that day that will be tested. And in the perimenopause, your hormones can go up and down like a yo-yo for some women. So you can be tested, your estrogen level can look good, it can look high, but within a few days there can be a big drop. So the tests are not particularly accurate at this point. Um, number six is um, you're not considered menopausal until your periods have stopped for good. Problem here is that you don't know when your periods have stopped for good until you've not had them any periods for at least one to two years. So we do get women in the perimenopause, they've missed two or three periods and they think that's it and they're in the menopause and then they get really surprised when the, the next month their, their periods come back. So there is quite a, a specific distance difference between the perimenopause and the proper menopause itself. Number seven is that a lot of women find that their symptoms get worse just before a period. So if you're already experiencing PMS symptoms, you may find that these tend to get much more exaggerated. So if you've got maybe the breast tenderness, the, the bloating, the cravings, very often you will find that these will be much worse uh, before a period. They will also start earlier on in the month. So instead of maybe getting PMS three or four days before a period, your PMS symptoms may start uh, a week, maybe even 10 days before your periods start. And for me, it was really strange because I had no idea what the perimenopause was going to be. I didn't have anybody to talk to. And at that point, you know, we all think in our early mid-40s that the menopause is something way, way in, in, in the distance. So for me, my first indication that something was changing is that I ended up getting PMS symptoms, which I, um, I thought was really strange because I thought the older you got, the, the, the less you were likely to get. So... Sometimes it can be a certain set of symptoms that suddenly appear or get worse that it finally clicks that this is the start of the perimenopause. It can be really difficult, number eight, to tell if you're in the perimenopause if you are on hormonal contraceptives because they are completely changing your hormonal balance. And especially for those women who are either have the marina coil or the progesterone only pill, these keep your progesterone levels artificially high. So if your estrogen is starting to <clears throat> change or dip, then the symptoms can sometimes be a bit more exaggerated at that particular point. So 
a lot of women with these particular contraceptives do notice quite a, a marked change in their symptoms, even though they're not getting missing periods as a guide here. Number nine, very often symptoms are worse in the perimenopause. So this, although it's horrible at the time, for a lot of women, once your hormones start to settle down when your periods have completely stopped, they find that symptoms will ease off. And again, I know for me, looking back, you know, hindsight is a wonderful thing. And it wasn't until I started doing a lot of research into this that I realized that a lot of the things I was experiencing were just pure and simple perimenopause symptoms. And for a lot of women, they will be more exaggerated and worse in the perimenopause. And number 10 is just to realize that the perimenopause is different for, for every single woman. And, you know, we can only give general advice on what may happen. Some women don't get hot flushes or night sweats. Some women sail through the perimenopause. Other women will really struggle through the menopause. So it's a very different situation for all of us. And um, I just hope this was helpful for you. I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. If you did, don't forget to subscribe. Take care and thank you for listening.